on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. You go back to the sewer and you just see scrawled and next to the pool, get good. <laughs> Reeling from a deadly battle with the Era Chase. And high off of your victory of the Drowners, uh, you came into this chamber looking to smash whatever was in it. And instead, it got a concussion. Got smashed. Got smashed. Lamau. Intrepid Ink retreats to lick their wounds. Uh, uh, I'm going to shake you until you purr. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bumped your noggin there, you know. What trouble dogs their every footstep. That is a fumble. Oh, oh no. Fumbled by five. Sometimes things get complicated. I like Phil. <laughs> I like Phil. I love it. I bathe in it every day. Gross. Born in the filth, molded by it. Now. You guys ever play these tabletop no. RPGs and like... You're just playing along. You're Never doing your thing. Never played one before. Yeah, shut up. You're just playing along. You're doing your thing. You're playing your character. You get in a fight, or maybe not a fight, but you get into a situation. You're doing the, your character's thing, and then all of a sudden, you look down at your sheet and you realize I'm in danger. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, it may be a little relevant to the situation one of our characters found himself in last week. I, okay, you know, this is good because you're right. Nug is going through this right now. Yes, except for Nug off the top of my head. I actually can't think of any situations like that, except for maybe when Drinder died, but like he died then. So Oof, that was yeah. a shadow. And to be fair, it was when we started fighting a shadow. I realized it was a possibility. So no worry there. Yeah, I have had the other foot, though, where as the GM, I homebrewed a fight and realized through the fight that I was like ah the cr matched but it is not true this fight is way too strong or something my characters have just done something very bad i think you know which one that is yeah uh, yeah that would be the witch fire fight where a oh, character yeah. died oh derek if i hadn't have shown just a little bit of mercy i could have killed a couple more too or <laughs> i remember yeah. when i'm playing my boy owen and we're fighting these vampires and i'm just like owen's gonna die he he straight up has throat ripped out and i'm just oh, like there man. he goes years of playing this character wasted uh, i remember it because i think he got dominated and i saw the writing on the wall uh -huh. i was playing my paladin who was still alive the first time i think no that was the second time shut up <laughs> uh and i went and had him go to uh drow's character the sorcerer and be like yo we need to leave <laughs> yeah i know you have dimension door we need to leave like now and heal i have lay on hands mm -hmm. we need to go and we left owen to his face i think you had either just got your throat ripped out or you were you guys left i didn't get dominated i just didn't leave i'm fairly no, you got dominated towards no the i end, thought it was dougal who got dominated i think it was dougal who was was incapacitated you who were dominated because the way it happened is they left because they had to uh, the fight went south uh, they left they buffed for two rounds and came uh -huh. back and in the two rounds I had the vampire walk over to you one round and then coup de gras you by oh, yeah, biting you yeah. the second round it was and so it, it was, was not fun just I was very enough. upset but it's okay he came back as a vampire everybody <laughs> loves that he brought yeah. in a bunch of rats twilight Wow. He turned into a, a stinky ghost mist, like you do as a vampire. <laughs> a stinky oh. ghost mist. So, yeah, I, I've on the other foot, I've had it where I realized I may have made things a bit too difficult. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. Well, see, the one I was thinking about with you, because ha I've had a lot of these as a GM, because I've run as a lot of things. I remember I modified part of a, like, uh, overland travel section of a book in Reign of Winter to uh, include a dragon fight. Oh, my God. Um, and I was out for blood a little bit. I didn't necessarily want to kill you, but I wanted to make you hurt because Jacob brought 
to my Reign of Winter game, a fire kineticist. We neither of us realized how powerful that was going to be. Uh, we yeah. have like messages in Discord preserved, uh, Jacob approving it, and I'd like we did research, and uh, all the people on like the boards were like, "Oh, the kineticist isn't that strong," and I don't know what they were huffing they're because wrong, they're wrong, <laughs> incorrect. It, it was strong on its own, and then combine that with we're playing Reign of Winter, which is a kind of ice themed ap and he made the wise decision to bring a fire <laughs> elemental character into it yeah. so after i think the end of one of the books like you didn't crush a boss fight but you you made me pull out all the stops to make it last longer than two rounds uh-huh. uh, and so i had this dragon that i actually homebrewed i used the monster creation rules in pathfinder first edition and the idea i had for it was uh, I was going to be like an adult dragon, but it was going to be a white dragon, so they're not as tough. They're like the lower tier, um, and they're more feral. But its whole like strategy was not, you know, land, hit you with a million attacks, and breath weapon. It was going to fly, snatch someone, take them up in the air, and then drop them. Like that was its oh, attack strategy. Very good idea. The honestly. drop dragon. Yeah. A very good idea. And like there, the, I was able to do it. I, I basically had to swap out some abilities for actual like monster feats in the game. It, it was fully, you know, able to do it. I haven't run across a lot of monsters that are pre-built to do it like that one, but it could end one round, fly down, pick you up, fly up and release you. And I was very thrilled about it. And I got one hit in. And it hurt you really bad, uh-huh. but it didn't kill you. And I forgot at that point you had already had <laughs> a ring of feather fall. You had a ring. Of, no, I don't think you even had that. I think you'd given that up because you had the ability to oh, Iron the- Man. And I just remember thinking, that's great. This is perfect. God damn it. Because <laughs> otherwise that would have been a very bad situation and be dropped from like a hundred feet yeah sure what a yeah i can think of more for for each of you here but i want to go ask some other people around the table uh as players have you been in that situation where you've suddenly realized it doesn't have to be combat but you've suddenly realized oh no uh yes the hall in uh artrosa artrosa the make you old hall that was not a make you old hall that was a kill all your shit hall yeah i brute forced my way through and i just ended up like 20 years older Oh, man. Which, which faded. It was temporary. Yeah, Sands of Time was the last one. They're basic, this is also in Reign of Winter, uh, the third book. That's spoilers, There's a mega the dungeon, which is the, <laughs> pretty much the whole book. Um, yeah. And it's called Artrosa. It's all witchy-themed and everything. And there's this hall. I forget what it's called, but it's about like the process of going through and becoming an old witch. It uh, yeah. transforms you into it. And if you don't go through willingly, there's like five magic traps that go off. Wait, what do you mean if you don't go through willingly? Yeah, it's been a long enough time we haven't played this. So like if you go through the ritual of it, you will get like magically transformed into an old crone uh, witch. It's made for like the witch player class Uh and everything. Mm -hmm. But like if if you do the actual like ritual that the hall is there for, then like it trans... It's I think it's called the croning ritual or something like that. But if you don't go through willingly, you get the ever-living shit slapped out of you. (laughs) Unless you're drow and you make all your saves, except for the last one, which has no save, which was Sands of Time, which is you get old. Temporarily. Temporarily. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I got to know, though, because I remember you going into that and I did the DM speak of, are you sure you want to go down this? (laughs) At which point... Did you realize that you made to make when you got all the way through it and had to go back through them and they started firing off again? <laughs> or was it like the uh, first or second trap in? No, <laughs> uh, I did not fear. I had faith in my God, Caden Kalian, uh, <laughs> for he was with me because I was I was drunk. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, what actually got me in that one was the pit. Oh, yeah, the pit. Ah, insanity pit. I (laughs) almost made it. Yeah, you almost made it. It was another one of those things where I, as a GM, was like, you really shouldn't go down here. (laughs) Even though the story needs you to get something from the bottom, you should think of another way. (laughs) And you kept going high off of your own supply of going Mm -hmm. through that trap hall. And I was just like, you're going to go fail in insanity. And then your character went insane. And you solved it. 
as uh, has become tradition in our Pathfinder games, at least, by killing your character and reincarnating them. <laughs> okay, uh, but my luck was still with me because I rolled like the 2% chance ha, of coming back as a type Have you ever thought about restricting our access to <laughs> resurrection-likes I, abilities in he games? He did in his homebrew. I, in I the homebrew. Yeah, that was the very first thing he did. Since then, he has not posed any restrictions. Uh, no, now I just play games where you can't do that. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Kat, what about you? Because I got one for you that I can remember, but is there any that you re- um, just like realized? Off the top of my head, I will not forget the stupidity of having poor inhuman form Yura run straight <laughs> up to that frost oh, no. giant yes. and just about get wrecked in one go. I'm just like, it's like the uh, meme, I'm in danger. I, re- I remember <laughs> that was this me. day too. Is that what you were thinking of? Oh yeah. Because Derek had mentioned that this frost giant had like a great axe or something. He may have even said it was a barbarian frost giant. And then Kat has her n- not specifically melee character just bum rush it and I was sitting there like oh, oh. oh. <laughs> and it oh. wasn't good because the other party members were ranged like all of your party yeah. was ranged the only thing that was could do melee was your animal companion and you went up I, I don't know where my confidence came from, but it came from somewhere. I remember it and it because was quickly pulled out from underneath me. I I was I woke up that day still like drunk off the last night because you guys are coming over to my house and I had stayed up drinking and I woke up still like pretty out of it and we started playing and I was like oh no screwed you up real quick I remember that oh my god I am not in the state to do this we I I just killed this player character's uh, animal companion like a couple weeks ago I can't do this again because I I just remember being like I'm one not even turn one hit away from sending you into the next dimension. I don't know how I survived. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't either. remember. That was, I, I do. don't remember either. You rolled really bad. I did. You went and smacked it and you got hit twice and you realized, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> I think the only generous thing I did as a DM was I also split my attention between you and your animal companion. That might, you might have. That might yeah. have been what yeah. saved her. So I could have killed one of you, but instead I almost killed both of you. Which was, in a way, more frightening, almost having both get killed. Yeah. I, I got my comeuppance because Drender, the, the fire kineticist against the frost giant, just turbo nuked it. Oh, I miss Trin. That's one of the few moments oh. as a GM where I was glad one of my characters was overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Another thing where I realized that I was in danger was um, me being a at least a five foot step away from any of my party members while I was right next to a ghoul rogue. Ah, ah. Oh, yeah. that's uh, Rune Lords. That's Rune Lords. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that won't give you spoilers about who it was uh, that did that or where the encounter was. But that's the one where I knew I was like... Uh, there's a narrative reason for me to coup de grace you, which I normally don't do. Yeah. Um, and I realized that the chess uh, positioning it was perfect. Was perfect so that I could, if I hit you and paralyzed you, or I, I had paralyzed you, and I could five foot step coup de grace you without getting smacked from anyone else, and then. The next round, I just died very hard. Yeah, <laughs> died so hard. But I killed you first. Mm-hmm. That's so weird because you know we've been playing. We've been playing on air for quite a while now, and we have had some close calls, but we haven't dealt with death. Uh, so the, the listeners haven't got to see me handle murdering people because I come off soft sometimes. Do, but, you uh, do. You do. No. Sounds like it. But I'm lawful evil as a DM. Yeah. I only kill you when I am legally allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're right. Our, our luck just... <sighs> Seemed to run out last week. (laughs) Yep. Poor Nug. Uh, Oh, man. I don't think any of us heard it. Nug just got really hurt. (laughs) And a critical. So he's got to handle that, too. Yeah. Speaking of handling that, long ago, the worlds collided in a cataclysm known as the conjunction of the spheres. Chaos filled the world as vampires, ghouls, trolls, humans, and other monsters poured into the world. The witchers, mutated by magic and alchemy, were created by human mages to stem the tide. Hundreds of years later, monsters are rare, but evil remains. 
as war ravages the northern kingdoms. What? You (laughs) son of a bitch. Dangerous (laughs) monsters lurk without and within in the world of the Witcher. Do you realize, Jacob, that when you rolled the stun slash death save for Rothnug, you couldn't roll... You had to roll below a 10 and you rolled a 9. Nug eked by. Uh Oh, dangerously close. That's what I was afraid of. by. Because... The critical, you know, it, it could have been a deadly critical, but, you know, we kind of been house ruling if you don't actually do damage to step it down a tier. Um, and the, the critical, like, was bad on its own. But what I was really worried is I'm going to stun Nug and yeah. then I'm going to roll again and kill him and just <laughs> and kill just him. Kill him. Yeah. No, I do think it is worth mentioning. Even if you had done a deadly critical to Nug, he wouldn't have died. It would have been a damage. He would have lost an eye. Yeah. But yeah. That's it. He wouldn't have died. So he would so have joined me in eye patch been land. Decapitated or anything like that. So it's fine. Okay. You but keep telling yourself remember, that, Jacob. Remember, deadly critical eye would have been a head injury. Well, you had a head injury anyway. Uh-huh. I so. have a, he got a concussion, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, boy. Yeah, so when we last left you guys, you had been exploring the sewer underneath Maribor, looking for cultists, because uh, you had been trying to solve this mystery around Nilfgaardian officers being killed. They have these spiders markings over their wounds. It's there's this cult that's doing this. That's what they told you. So you came down here to, to root them out. They're known to operate in these sewers, and no one's really had time to deal with them yet, so they sent you in. Uh, you didn't find a lot down here. You found some filthy peasants, as per usual. Uh, they got me sick. <laughs> some drowners. Oh, yeah. Oh, I you're fixed uh, it. better now, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I fixed yeah. it. I got better. I got better. I got better. <laughs> And high off of your victory of the Drowners, uh, you came into this chamber looking to smash whatever was in it, and instead it got a concussion. <sighs> got smashed. Got smashed. Lamau. Yep. And that is where we're going to pick up today. Only we could have just got one item or or spell anything to just lessen that armor off for whenever we must have to come back. But all of our bombs missed, all of our spells missed. Or this like bad, I had bad bug. I had the acid stuff, but I can't throw it good enough to and hit. Nug missed as well. I'm pretty sure he tried to throw something in. Well, speaking of getting things, it's an odd episode. <gasps> hey! So it's time to do improvement points. Da-da-da-da. Go ahead and take your standard six that we like to deal out. You mean we don't get seven for almost dying? No. Oh, for running away like brave uh, people. Maybe if you had smashed it, I would have given you seven, oh, but you got a concussion. Did not. Maybe you got a concussion and didn't do any damage to it. Face. I mean, it depends on what what it is that we smashed because... Smash running away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did run away. Very good. So Robin ran away, but Robin didn't get any IP points, so... Oh. That's, that, is, that is improvement point points. What are you guys looking to spend your... Dodge. Oh, I know we mentioned it, I think, the last time we did improvement points. This is one of the last times you're going to get handed out improvement points. So going all in on the defense. Got to keep your character alive to the end. Enjoy while we can. It makes me really salty because I realized after the fact, I could have attempted to use one of my special abilities to negate that critical. Yeah. But I would have had to critical on it to have it affect. Yeah. So it wouldn't have made any difference. So you're uh, up in the dodge on Nug. Cat, what did you spend your IP on? I spent my IP <laughs> on getting my dodge escape up to five and my endurance up to three. Nice. Wow. Yeah, everyone's getting the defensive abilities. All right. So uh, you guys, I think I have you here on our map, are in the big main sewer line area. You see your friend Hugo the Golem manning the controls. My friend? Uh, You've just come from this dry chamber. Um, The gate is down on that side. The other side, the gate is up and this gross sloppy sewage sludge is uh, flowing that way. That Um, is actually acidic, I remember. Yes. Like sizzling. Now, did you guys get that key? Yes. Okay, Mm -hmm. that's what I thought. I made a net. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had like a whole crafting thing and got the key. I thought you did. I couldn't, just couldn't remember. That Um, episode was the episode in which we got the key and almost died. And by we, I mean Nug. Yes. Uh, So the 
the sewage is all sloppy. The black sludge is on top of the sewage in the main line here. And then towards the back of this chamber is that bubbling stuff eking out from under it that's flooded over. That's where you can see a chamber going off into your uh, right at the very at the opposite end from where you guys just came out of. Naga stumbles in after his friends because I'm pretty sure he was the last one to leave the room, I think. And you vomited, and I believe. And goes, uh, I, I, uh, you vomits because he's got a concussion and he's got to make stun saves every 1d6 rounds. Uh, is he like, so our cat got a concussion once because he was very dumb. What? Yeah, uh, I dropped a can of soda on his head. Yeah, <laughs> he. No way. Which one? <laughs> the loaf. He's oh. bad about being around your feet in the kitchen because he's a gluttonous, hungry young man. And we had a can of soda, and it fell off the counter, and it hit him square on the head. I picked him up and I looked him in the eyes, and one was just significantly <gasps> larger than the other. Oh, yeah, one was so dilated I, and one wasn't. I kept him. I kept him in my arms that night, and every time that he would stop purring, I'd go. I'd start shaking him. <laughs> oh my goodness. So is that what Nug is like? Does he got one eye just like... I'm going to shake you until you purr. <laughs> oh, you bumped your noggin there, you know. It Not good. noggin for me. <laughs> Let's get back up to the uh, the surface. You... I like surfing. You... <laughs> Do they surf in Skellig? It'd probably be really cold. Oh, Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, I, I think up would be good. Surfing our Skellig Nug <laughs> <laughs> makes a stun save. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to have to drag him back up? I mean, he's got a real... He has to, it's a one in ten chance he fails, so he's pretty good. Uh, you rolled four under ten, so you're oh, good. fine. You're good. I have to roll a ten to be stunned. Are you going back up the way you came, or are you going to the other end of the room? Should we go back the way we came so we know it's safe? Because yeah. Nug is straight up out of commission. I would, Nug could still probably take on, like, an easy fight. Just saying. I don't want to. Nah, me neither. All yeah, right. we'll go back the way we came. The smart people in the party... Decide, we going back the way we came. Listen, yeah. so, Nug's intelligence is three right now. He's plenty smart. That's <laughs> only one Nug's less smart. than normal. It's two less than oh, normal. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, so you head back <laughs> up through uh, that refugee camp um, in the sewer. You head out of this miasma. Uh, as you pass through it, I'm going to need Nug and Viverwin to make me some endurance rolls. Oh, oh do great. I not have to do it because I've already suffered it? Yep. <laughs> You're good. Nug got a 23. Natural. I have the bubble of air around me. Ah. Does that prov- Do you have your mask on? I could breathe underwater. <laughs> I know, I know. You're fine. <laughs> your mask on? <laughs> is it an A95? <laughs> the 23 endurance is going to be totally fine. Uh, you make it back out. You climb up through the ladder into the temple quarter of the city. Um, you're only a few blocks away from the house uh, you've been given to stay at. I assume that's where you're headed? Yes, please. Okay, so you head back to the house. You smell quite ripe, even though you haven't frolicked in the sewage too much. We're going to strip Nug down and scrub him up. I'd like magic first, please. <laughs> <laughs> please fix my head. Scrub him down. <laughs> oh, Viv, you got that soap? Only the one that smells like lilac. Don't clean me, fix head. This is a difficult critical, right? So eight uses of the spell with a DC 18. Spellcraft, or uh, spellcasting, yeah. So you're going to have to make DC 18 spellcasting, and you're going to spend eight uses worth of stamina. That is a fumble. Oh, oh no. Fumbled by five. Uh, okay. Five on the magical critical table. That is, um, oh boy. Everything's great. I missed my page. Am I concussed? Okay, magical fumble. Uh, magic sparks and crackles, and you take one point of damage for every point you fumble by, but the spell still goes off. Yeah, that's only going to be 11, though. Um, so I'll say this wow. much. With that much magical healing, you're completely healed, um, but your critical injury is not dealt with. Uh-oh. 
<laughs> oh, 19. So that'll deal with it, but that's uh, a total of 16 uses. That's like 32 stamina total for you, that's I think. That's how much I had left. Oh, oh Well, I have two. Okay. And remember, out of combat, you can take an hour uh, to get your recovery back in stamina. Yeah. It's not like we're going back out right now. Yeah, yeah. No, we are not going back out right now. So that puts Nugget, what, stabilized or treated? Treated. treated. Okay. So, okay, that's that's good. We could also ask the, um, the priestess for help if needed. So what's treated going to look like for a concussion? Nug has a minus one to intelligence and to dex, but his reflex is back to normal. Uh, and how long does it take to get rid of treated? Five days. Five days. Five okay. days and Nug will be completely healed. But minus one to intelligence and minus one to dex for the most part, does not actually negatively affect Nug, except for athletics, but he doesn't always use that. What's he going to do with minus one to intelligence? He's going to fail all his monster lore rolls. I don't know. Nug got a pretty good monster But the book of Nug gives you a minus 10 to monster lore. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) The only item that gives you negatives. Luckily, if we don't want to, we don't need to wait five days for Nug to get back into the game. He can go, like, from this point... Yeah, I assume you guys are going to spend the rest of the day recovering and then head out the following day. Is that safe to assume? I think so. We need a better plan for fighting that tick beast. Or we need to get some rubber waders so that we can just walk through the sludge to the other thing. Do they make those here? No, I don't think rubber's a thing. I didn't think so either. So we need a... I need some magic floaty dust. Big net. We're making a shopping list here. Rubber waders. Big net. Duck call. Duck call. Um, I'm actually... Do we... I suppose there is some things we could do before we head out the next day. We could contact someone that might be some sort of city official and find out who would normally be working in the sewers and see if they do have a way to wade through the acidic feces of the city. <laughs> acidic feces? I'm just saying, it is acidic feces. They've been eating a I don't lot know of Taco Bell. What is wrong with the people of this city, <laughs> but they've got issues. They eat Taco Bell. I mean, they could do it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are you rolling for? Don't worry about it. Sometimes I, I the book says roll and freak I, out your characters. Uh, I choose to worry. All right, so um, you guys are going to rest for the day. Uh, you get everything healed up with Nug. Uh, you make Nug some chicky soup. Oh. You sit him in bed with uh, pajamas. As a person in a warm blankie. who's had a bad throat for like the last week and a half, chicken soup is the bomb. Chicky soup is great. INF makes you a cup of hot tea with honey. Oh. Uh, so you all go to sleep. Doug goes to sleep after waiting four hours to make sure it's okay to sleep. Oh, God. I'm going to keep on pestering you if you stop purring. <laughs> if he stops snoring, you just kick him. <laughs> You all go to sleep <laughs> and Nug, you sleep like a baby dwarf. Oh, good. Like a little bearded baby dwarf. Oh, with his nightcap on. With his nightcap on. Ball. Oh, beautiful. Nothing happens. Ineth Uh-oh. and especially Viverwin. Uh-oh. You go to sleep and you start having Dreams. Oh no! Why? You start having horrible dreams. Occult nonsense. Like nightmares of like being chased, dying, and like watching your body decaying in front of you. I need both of you to make resist coercion rolls. Uh oh. Um. That's a fumble for Vivian. I got a twenty-two. Ineth, you have a terrible like bout of dreams, but you are still able to get a full night's sleep. Viverwin. That's a fumble by four. You are just plagued by nightmares. Uh, maybe it's your experiences in the non-human pogroms, uh, like where you met Durgamir, um, but it just goes worse and horrible, and it doesn't end. It's like a, a cycle, and you barely get any sleep through the night. You do not recover stamina oh. or hit points, oh, although bad. that doesn't matter for you in this instance. Um, this night. 
All right. And you feel just wiped out. Though, she probably got her stamina points back before we slept. Right. Okay. Uh, so. But you would, and at, with with this now, outside of combat, you would need to get a full night's rest to take the normal hour to rest and get your stamina back. All right. Uh, Viverwin, make me a magic training roll. All right. Hey. Hey, you know. nice. That's a 19. With a 19, I will say maybe it's something you've experienced before. Maybe it's something you've dealt to people before. But when you wake up, you know that those kind of dreams that you had... Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like any sort of mental health thing, like PTSD or whatnot. It's not anything natural. You know that this is some sort of... Someone's fucking with me. Hex. Yeah, okay. That someone has put on you. All right. <gasps> Inef sees Viverwin yawning, and, and she just says, Oh, you have to imagine them not wearing their pants. You know, instead <laughs> of you, them. Boy, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's getting a concussion really helps you sleep at night. <laughs> I feel great. Viverwin, I would say that you know that this is a, um, this can be more dangerous because if you fail three nights in a row, you'll have, you'll have your stamina uh, and take a minus two to all your actions until you can get a full night's rest. Ooh. Uh, and with your magic training roll, you would also know that you can lift this hex. Uh... God damn it. The subject must gather five candles, five units of beast bones. (laughs) No! One unit and one unit of glowing ore. Uh, And then the night of the ceremony, the subject must arrange the candles in a circle uh, around them linked by bones and place the glowing ore under their head. If the subject is able to sleep through the night, they will be freed of the hex. If only you had kept... All of those beast bones. You can teleport. Time to go back to the mountains. Time to go Pick up the beast bones wolves. that were left. Farm more wolves. Just sit nug after the wolves. They can't hurt him. <laughs> yeah, but only only Viverwin can teleport. That's, I can't I, yeah. cast a spell. Yeah, like you didn't recover. No, the, the Viverwin got back her stamina you, you, before we slept. Yeah, you got back your stamina before you slept. Because we were still... We were in town for a couple of hours before we slept. Just by resting. Yeah, you can get back your stamina. But, like, now when you spend stamina, uh, you're not going to be able to recover it outside of combat until you can get a full night's sleep. I'm not doing anything until I get a full night's sleep. Okay. Uh, And basically, the way this works mechanically is every night you're going to have to roll uh, resist coercion to get a full night's sleep. Okay. DC this is not good. Isn't super high, and you got decent will, but like it's still a risk. So if we're not going to go back in today, there is something else we could do. We could try and fix Nug Sword. Oh yeah. To repair it. I could work on that. Everyone's just going to go and buy what she needs. Okay. So the the well the nice thing is the stuff you need is actually available. Uh, the glowing ore. Um, I'm not sure how much that costs. Let me pull it up. Uh, but basically, from your time at the temple with mm-hmm. the priestesses and Melitola, uh, not only are they dealing with uh, injuries and disease here, they're also dealing with magical affliction, some of which is from this cult. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're able to buy what you need from them pretty handily. Do you need me to All come right. with you to carry it? Those beast bones are heavy. Now that Viverwind's not carrying a bunch of stuff, she'll be fine. Okay. Uh, it would be about, uh, let's call it 100 crowns to get your uh, materials for this ritual. Or to, not ritual, but to try and deal with the hex. Basically, a glowing ore is going to cost 80, and then the beast bones, roughly, will fill in the rest. Uh, and I'm not going to make you hunt around for candles because they're candles. And let's say the mage who previously lived here just has a Yankee candle collection. Beast bones. Those beast bones haunt me. <laughs> I remember you guys being like, oh, yeah, let's just get rid of them. They're worth some money, and we're never going to need them for anything. <laughs> Little did you know. <laughs> it's almost as bad as, um, almost as bad as rope. Oh, yep. my goodness. Season one, the decision to not get rope haunted you guys for the rest of that season. <laughs> All right, so you guys going to, uh, I guess, tonight, Viver, when you're going to perform this uh, 
uh, ritual to break the hex. Yep. And then try to head out tomorrow. Okay, so uh, is there anything you want to do with that? or? I mean, I don't know if there's any talking to anyone we need to do. Okay. So, Viverwin, you set up this ritual around your bed. Um, it's not the craziest thing you've ever set up around a bed before. Uh, you lay out the candle, the Yankee candles and the uh, beast what bones. What scents? <laughs> it's all They're fall. all clean linen. <laughs> uh, uh, some of the beast bones look oddly familiar. <laughs> Wait, did they resell it to Maribor? Um, but you lay everything out. You get the ritual set up, but you're not done yet. You're going to have to make a roll. Okay. Um, so... Basically, you you gather this stuff, you set it up uh, in a ceremony around your bed, you put the oar under your pillow. Um, and then I get visited by the tooth fairy. And then you, you have to... <laughs> <laughs> Nug walks by with a bag of potato chips while you're, uh, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you get metal. The oar fairy visits you at night. I don't want to talk about it. All right. He walks away. <laughs> shuts the door. <laughs> yeah, shuts the door, walks away. Hey, Viverwin, what are you? Leave. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Got like, uh, like makeup bleeding out down the sides of your face. I just want to sleep. <laughs> I know. It's like, maybe I should have kept the bones. So here's <laughs> my question. Will yeah. this ritual only work for Viverwin or will it work on both of them? Viverwin. Uh-huh. It's not like so we we're can gonna split it, to, right? Uh, so We're going to have to, you know, make our rolls, aren't we? Unless you can convince me you can both fit in this bed. One well, big bed. <laughs> hey, I had That's to quote. A, it's another I had podcast. To we can't steal that. Okay. So basically, you have to make the resist coercion. Both of you have to make resist coercion uh, to um, re- get another full night's sleep like normal. So why don't you both do that? And Viverwin, if you make this resist coercion, then you're good. The hex is gone. What if there was one big bed? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> how how do you present this to Ineth? I'll allow it. Hey, do you want to sleep? <laughs> Get in bed. Because <laughs> have you guys talked about what happened? I know Viverwin, I basically gave it away to you because you know this stuff yeah. from your magic training, but I don't know if you've said anything to Ineth directly about uh, it. I mean, Ineth sort of saw that I looked a little bit fucked up and then said something okay. that I, hinted. I, I mentioned the whole, yeah. you have to imagine they're not wearing the uh, pants. I, I look at this... We're skipping over a whole day, and we're all in the same house. We are trying to crunch through uh, uh, recovery stuff for the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you say to Ineth? Wait, why does why does Rothnug not have to be someone you convince? Because he doesn't have the hex. I didn't have to why? resist coercion. He be- slept great because you made your uh, resist magic check. Okay. Secret check. <laughs> That's why I put points in it. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I gotcha. I'll peel back the veil. Secret DM. There was a secret check. That's what the ominous dice rolling was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, okay. Ines just whistling along, getting ready for bed. Do do do. Oh, I hope I don't have to have nightmares tonight. So, Ines. Yes. You had nightmares too, right? Oh yes. Yeah, we're hexed. A what? You heard me. Do you want to have hex? Wait. Ah, uh, ah, uh, um, mm, uh, you're a nice elf. <laughs> I was I'm taking sorry. notes and I missed something here. <laughs> I can't wait to re-listen to this now. I, I said, uh, do you want to have hex? <laughs> anyway, I set up a cleansing ritual. Uh, we can try to share this ritual if you want to save money. If you're not comfortable <laughs> with it, then you're going to buy all of your own shit and I'll set it up for you. Big spoon or little spoon? Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> no spoon. Uh, so. No, we are head to foot. <laughs> head to foot. Coffin. Head to foot coffin style. <laughs> 
<laughs> Arms crossed. We got two blankets. <laughs> pillows, oh, of down, pillows down the middle. Uh, <laughs> so you set it up, crammed into this bed with the ritual set around it. Actually, I'm, I hate to interrupt your plan, but you will have to pick a spoon in direction because you only have one piece of glowing ore. And the here's the thing: ritual does, in fact, state you must sleep with it under your head. Okay, so I will face one way. I'll foot. face the other way, <laughs> okay. and we're just gonna both be scrunched up. Butt to butt. No. <laughs> No, like we put the pillow like in the middle. Back to back. Oh, pillow in the middle. Here's the yeah. trick. They actually got a body piddle pillow. A body piddle? A body piddle. No, Gross. I know not wet the bed. Pillow, she got over that at a young that age. to put the ore under so it, you know, it exists It has to be under longer. your head, though. Oh. All right, so you spoon <laughs> or you, you drape off the bed in some way to make this as as not awkward as it can be. <laughs> We already <laughs> have matching tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you both make me some coercion? Why don't you both make me some resist coercion checks? I'm gonna put some fucking luck on me this. Me too. I'm gonna spend what I got. I'm not to gonna him. put any luck yeah. on this. You don't have to. <laughs> resist coercion. Pope. God damn it! Oh my goodness! Oh no! Oh well. All right. So that is an eight for Viverwin. Spending two luck. Uh, and a 23, 23 for me. Of course, for Ineth. Uh, so, oh. Ineth, you get a great night's sleep and it feels great. Viverwin, it's another rough night. This time, it's just a giant heart shaped flesh monster that chases you down trying to ride on your butt. And it's okay. disturbing. In hindsight, it's kind of funny, but in the moment, it's the most terrifying thing you've ever seen. You do not get a full night's sleep. Dreams be like that. Uh, Nug, on the other hand. What? We're being targeted. Resist. I already passed this DM. Uh, (laughs) I I already passed this check. I thought you said. (laughs) Nug, you wake up and you feel totally fine. Oh, uh, I don't like the sound of that. Night asleep. I feel. So magic was happening whenever we got hexed, right? What do you mean? Our, Our medallion. Medallion should have shaken. Yes. When? Uh, sometime while you were asleep. Okay. So it's a long. Would it distance wake you hex. up? Does a vibrating phone wake you up? Does a vibrating medallion wake you up? It's supposed to. I mean, I suppose technically speaking, witchers have enhanced senses, but that is the question. You're not a witcher. Nug, your medallion vibrates vigorously, but you sleep like a baby. That's understandable. Viverwin, maybe in your restless night, you wake up and you see the medallion jingling. If that's the case, I'm going to look around. You don't see anything. Like even outside? No. And hexes can be cast at great distances. All right. So the next day comes. Ineth, you feel great. Nug, you feel great. And Viverwin, you feel terrible. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You feel great. Your That's, eyes. I don't like the way you said that. No, don't worry about it. Okay. What do you guys want to do? Clearly, someone is targeting you. Yeah. Ineth is worried that she made it so you couldn't sleep, and that's how the ritual got messed up. <laughs> you, hogged, you hogged the, the pillow with the aura under it. <laughs> you fart in your sleep. <laughs> So much. <laughs> what do you only eat beans? <laughs> hey. Daisy on me. Hey, hey I will not accept another character of mine becoming <laughs> uh, somebody with bowel trouble. Nug, so you it's come the back high protein diet. You come back in the morning with the empty bag of potato chips in your boxers and you look in, the door's cracked, and now you see Ineth and Viverwin both in the same room around the burnt out candles and beast bones. And you only have more questions. Nug closes the door. <laughs> Who opened the door? <laughs> Two blankets. <laughs> is magic? It smells very strongly of clean linen. <laughs> I, I don't like the way that candle smells. <laughs> Close his door. Um, Nug does want to see if he can get up with someone who works in the sewers Hex before we here. go back uh, into the sewers. Uh, Should we sleep somewhere else or are we going to get targeted no matter where we are? That's a good question. So, like, you want to, like, find a... a, 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 a someone who works in the sewer, yes. A sewerman? Yeah, a sewerman. Sewer woman. Okay. A sewer person. 
lives in the peasant. sewer. A peasant. <laughs> oh, I am a regular peasant. I like filth. <laughs> I like filth. I like filth. I love it. I bathe in it every day. Gross. I was peasant. born in the filth. Molded by it. Why, I didn't see the clean till I was ten. <laughs> oh, I'm a dirty man. Uh, so you go, uh, maybe you, uh, you can ask the people at the temple, you can ask the Nilfgaardian garrison. Anyone? Probably the people at the temple. I imagine that whoever works in the sewers gets sick often, maybe gets sent to the temple often. Right. Maybe. Okay. Uh, Could we, if we slept in the temple, would that protect us from the hex? Hmm? Uh, you go to the temple. Um, and what do you say? Uh, there's the there's three priestesses and then the lady in charge, which I believe her name was um, uh, Gertrude. Uh, Gertrude, does you happen to know someone who works in the sewers? Oh yes. Uh, sorry, the occupation's kind of throwing everything out of work. There's a there's a lady. I think she still works in the. Waste treatment area, uh, uh, Delphine, Delphine Sewer Woman. Ah, what do you know where I could find Miss Delphine Sewer Woman? Uh, she gives you the address. Uh, it's a couple blocks uh, in the other direction. Nug will go to visit Delphine Sewer Woman. Okay, uh, you go there. Um, you knock on the door, and a lady with even further pushed glasses down the nose. Comes up and says, oh, hello. Hello, are you De- are you Delphine Sewer Woman? Why, yes, I am. Lawyer, I, me and me friends have been hired to go look through the sewer and uh-huh. get rid of some unfavorables. Oh, very brave of you. But we noticed that mm-hmm. there was a small case of acidic feces. Ah, yes. Do you this have- This woman's a harpy. <laughs> do, yes. Do you have a way of traveling through said waste without getting hurt? Oh, don't be a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm trying. It's not that hard. Just look at me. She holds out her uh, boot and it's just like dotted with acid. Uh, bubbles where it's eaten through this little leather. So you say you just walking through this acidic feces. Well, yes. And you don't get hurt. Sure. Maybe. <laughs> it's not too bad. You get tough feet after a while. You've been a big elk, Miss Sewer Woman. Okay, say hello to Hugo for me. I'll do that. <laughs> Go back. He'll just he'll walk in. He'll see one sleep deprived person, one non sleep deprived person. He'll just be like, "I got nothing new. <laughs> it was a dud." The DM tricked me. They just said to get good and to deal with it. Try finger, butthole. Uh, that came up too. You go back to the sewer and you just see scrawled and next to the pool, get good. <laughs> it's just written in shit. Try, try rolling. Try rolling. Um, did you mention when you went Why to the priest? Why always dog? <laughs> I killed so many dogs uh, in the sewer. Nug would have caught the priestess up on what had been happening. Yeah. In case they could say, he would mention the drowners, the... They're the priestess. They can be trusted. He would mention the sick people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wouldn't mention they're Redanian, but he would mention the sick people. They were Redanian, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. the, the, the the priestess that you already know, the one with the red hair that played Gwent with you. Yeah. She says, Gave you oh, the yeah, secret I, pocket I, chocolate. I, I, I know. Right. Taps the side of nose. Okay. Uh, if you need something for your friend who's been hexed, here, hey, yeah. take this. And she'll actually give you uh, the materials. Another, like, Basically, you don't need like a whole fresh set of materials to try the. The to break ore is it like again. the most important part. Yeah, so she'll lend you any or give you anything else you need to oh, break I'm gonna it. I'm going to fucking kill myself. Or uh, basically, I think the only thing you need to replenish is the candle. Um, maybe you some more. You need me to buy okay. some more candles. Uh, so cool. Then Nug will thank her for that. He'll say, "It was right nice of you. I appreciate it." And he will go back and he will deliver the goods. Wink. 
<laughs> to Viverwen. Just whatever's on sale at the Yankee Candle. Or a. Hang on, I'm gonna go look at the Yankee Candle website to see what's on sale right now. The priestess does told me to give this to you. Wink, and he just hands it to you. Thank you. It's a dildo. You as well. <laughs> oh. No, so you get the <laughs> candles. Uh, what what type of scented candles are they? Hang on, I'm looking to see what's uh, what's on sale right now. Santa's cookies. Santa's cookies. <laughs> you line the, the the rim of your bed with Santa's cookies, candles, and beast bones. There's what a weird smell that must have. <laughs> That's actually... It's like a vanilla sugar cookie one. But mixed with bones. I mean, are they like gruesome bones or are they just bones? Just bones. clean bones. <laughs> Uh, so you guys going to take another day then, another night, try yeah. and fix this? I don't ever... Our spellcaster's out of commission without it. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm afraid we're going to get hexed. That's, I, I think they're giving I know, this but, hex a try every night. But Viverwin is straight That's out of commission true. without this. Yeah. Uh, so you sleep again. Uh, Viverwin, you set up the ritual, uh... Hands wow. Ineth okay. this time. Uh, I need you to roll resist coercion. I oh rolled no. another fumble. Another what? fumble? Mm-hmm. Oh my oh god. No. Um, boy, things about to get spicy now. Uh, Nug That's and three Ineth, in a row. Uh, nothing interesting happens to you guys tonight. What? Uh, you wake up the next day. You have nightmares again, and it's just unrelenting. You now have to half your maximum stamina. I'm just going to have Viverwind kill herself. <laughs> no. You half your maximum stamina, and you're going to take a minus two on everything you do until you can get a full night's sleep. However, you don't expend the resources. You'll just have to try again. This is insane. All right. We're going to do this again, and you're going to take a bottle cap. Does anyone have one? Because I don't have one. I have a bottle cap. I was going to save it for if we had to fight the bug again and try and get like one really Viv good on hit. Her best. But like, you can't do stuff at minus two with half your stamina. Take my bottle cap. The next. It's okay. It's okay. You sure? Yeah. All right. All right. So this is, I think, the fourth night now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You're going to be almost again. fully healed. I am going to be almost fully healed. <laughs> You're I, I'm right. actually counting it down in my notes. Uh, two days till healed nug. <laughs> Fifteen. Is that a pass? Fifteen is going to do it. Oh, oh, thank goodness. But now watch, we're both going to fail. <laughs> Fifteen will do it, I believe. Yeah. So you you finally sleep. And this day, you just like you, you do a 12 hour bender of sleep. Uh, you wake up at like, you know, 11 a.m. Um, Poor Viv's probably been really <laughs> cranky. Uh, and you come down, you look kind of frazzled, but you feel amazing. Lawyer, you look like you're feeling better this morning. Nug says, holding yet another potato chip bag. <laughs> Where are you getting all these potato chips? It's in the cellar. <laughs> yeah, the stockpile. <laughs> it's the weirdest this thing. is only going to get worse. But yeah, we need to go. Uh, I vote this time we wade through acidic feces instead of fight bug if we could help it. Okay. <sighs> so you make your way back uh, same way as before? Yeah, we'll get oh. back to the room with the drowners in it. Well, you go through the room with all the gross peasants um, oh, and yeah. I'm going to need Nug and Ines to make uh, endurance rolls again. Could we just oh, ask them me. to stay the fuck away? Uh, I need Nug and Viverwin to make uh, resist. Oh, yeah, because I've already... Uh, not resist, uh, endurance I'm rolls. inoculated. 18. No. Nug, you're fine. I can cast Air Pocket without expending any stamina. You cast, I don't want to get sick. Uh, okay, you're good. Cast, stay away from me, peasant. Uh, so you're back in this... <laughs> almost a week later, Nug's concussion is slowly going away. Uh, ten bags of potato chips later and a few nights. Uh, I got to work off this snack weight I put on. Seriously, <laughs> has not gained weight. You come back in, you see the rotting corpses of... You see the rotted corpses of the drowners. Oh. You see Hugo manning the levers. Um, again, 
One chamber goes to the, the dry area with us with the gate down, and then the other one goes to you the go. other way. Uh, uh, sewer woman says, I. Uh, nice visual representation of Hugo. Uh, he just sat there. <laughs> <laughs> he with just, hand up like on a lever. And he just sits there. Uh, where do you guys want to go? I guess we're going to wade through the acid poop. Wait a second. Could we just flip a switch you and know, have like, it go dry? I say, could we ask Hugo to flip a switch? I don't think- could we flip a switch and have that one flood? Can we, can we destroy the tick with shit? Do you want to go up to the control panel? I'm yes. afraid Hugo will attack us if we mess with the Let's control panel. Let's send Nug. Nug is easier to, Wait, harder to take down. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Nug I is harder to take down. I don't want to fight that. Look at him. He's huge. He's made of rock. He's we should have asked beefy. how to order Hugo. You ask nicely. Hugo. Would you please flood that room with feces? You see Hugo move. What? You point to the the, the, the direction. The tick room, yeah. And he goes to pull a lever and it is uh, stuck. Can I work? Can I try to fix it? Like, can I go over there with a crafting roll and see if I can figure out why the leather's not working? Make me a crafting roll. <laughs> we just had to ask. All we had to do was ask. Oh my goodness. Submit. 19. 19. All right. So you can tell this thing is busted. Uh, you know this. You can tell this broken lever. There's three it's levers. Broken. There uh, is a right lever, a center lever, and a left lever. The right and the center ones are up, and the mm-hmm. left one is down, which you think corresponds to the one on the, the one that's currently raised being raised. Oh, excuse me. The right lever, if it's up, raises the east gate. Uh, it is the one that is currently up, right? The center one, if it's up, raises the north gate. So that's the one where the sewage comes into this room, I think, um, if you're looking at the map. And then the left one is down. That's the one that would go to the tick room, but it's seized and needs to be fixed. I got some WD-40. And you, with that crafting roll, can fix it, but you're going to need to find some sort of metal ingot to make uh, a replacement part. How about glowing ore? (laughs) How about expended glowing ore? Well, we've already purchased metal ingots before, so it's not out of the question to get them. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at my gear to see if I still have any. My... my, I will allow... I have steel. On your person? Yes. Hey. Do you want to use that? I mean, it's it's a high dollar thing, but we could just go ahead and use it and if get this fixed. Means not fighting that. Yeah. Bug. If it means not, I will use the steel. All right, you use the steel. You fix the lever. Um, it's going to be the best lever you ever. Point <laughs> and you say, "Up, please." And Hugo Upsies, just Hugo. goes, <laughs> and the thing, the 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 gate to the dry chamber lifts. And you get a just wonderful whiff of flowing sewage. I don't. As it bubbles. Fresh air. You. <laughs> it bubbles and flows and the sludge rolls into there. I have dark vision. <laughs> and you hear the echoing tick. in the distance. It's a beautiful sound. The screaming noises of the era chase. And you hear just the faintest sizzling in the distance. I feel like a monster now. And that's where we're going to pick up next week. Oh, duh. We burned it alive. Yeah. I can't Eat believe it. it took us two Suck episodes it. to solve Get the puzzle. Wrecked bug. <laughs> two bug ahead. Episodes. Death ahead. <laughs> yeah. Why is it always bug? Why is it always bug? First crouch, then dung. Then bug. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. 
Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work at youtube.com slash Music, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash michaelgelfie. Our theme music for this season was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at serpentsoundstudios.com and support him at patreon.com slash anakarada. That's patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.